Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Zulu, please confirm that you are ready and that your visors are down. Since getting the hatches closed earlier this it's morning, the Axiom Mission 3 crew... Good news, SpaceX copies. Separation of the Dragon vehicle from the space station is set for approximately 8.20 a.m. Central, 6.20 a.m. Pacific, just a few minutes from now. So, not yet, but almost. And the reason this all matters is that the undocking will then lead to a 47-and-a-half-hour clock till splashdown. So if we're going to have it in the Gulf, and I don't think we know for sure that that's what's going to take place even yet, there's no uh, FAA uh, flight restrictions don't come out that early. They're like the ones that are out now are for kind of today. I don't see one uh, yet for Friday at all. But if, if, if the undocking takes place in about 10 minutes, then theoretically we'd have a sonic boom sometime Friday morning. Yay. <laughs> Good times. 811 on News Radio 923 informative, local, dependable cuz nobody wants to miss it like last time. Like last time we're like, "What happened? Oh my god." So uh that's that's kind of where we're at on this thing. 4371620 4371620. You have this um discovery of the con- confirmation of grave sites at the Miraflores Park. We had Terra Explorations Inc here about 30 days ago conducting the ground penetrating radar of Miraflores Park. We did receive preliminary uh, interpretation from them, and they've identified 45 unmarked burials in the area that they surveyed. With that, their recommendation is to return and survey the remaining portion of the park. Which makes sense. That's Adrian Walker with the city talking about how they found so many, and now we want to go back and look at all of it. They will be returning to Pensacola sometime between today, February 6th, and February 23rd to survey the east half of the park. They will then interpret and analyze that data, add it with what they have, and then submit us their final findings. Makes perfect sense. You find a bunch, you want to make sure that you're not missing some other ones, right? So they are found in a typical pattern that we would expect for historic uh, burial ground. They're somewhat in a linear fashion. Um, They are somewhat clustered in a space uh, together, uh, which is a fairly large area. So. It will be very interesting to see what the rest of the survey says and how we can move forward with protecting those burials. Yeah, most definitely. And I think, you know, somebody had asked the question, well, where are they now? Because they're they're being very cautious about telling us too much, which I think is understandable because you want to make sure to protect the site. And, you know, just you you don't want to say, well, if you dig down right here, that's where you (laughs) not a good plan um but they did rule out a couple of locations which i think was interesting um we were able to close the street temporarily to do that uh no unmarked burials were found within the street city right of way um there were also no burials indicated at the playground area um so we're able to sort of clear that area um so they are concentrated 
um, away from those parts. Which I thought was good news. 16th Avenue, you know, because there was the possibility that they could be under there. Did not find any there. Also, none under the playground, which I, is the kind of thing you're like, I hadn't been thinking about that, but <laughs> kids on the playground above some old graves kind of gives people the heebie-jeebies, so it's good to know that that is actually not what's going on. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Oh, man, lots of stuff coming up. We've got uh, Fat Tuesday comes up on Tuesday. You can go to Seville Quarter and have a good time there. As they say, music and dancing and fun, which is kind of always what Seville Quarter is. A big, easy-style crawfish boil, Cajun food trucks, lots of dancing and partying, of course. Pensacola Mardi Gras Parade, 7 o'clock Friday for the night parade, uh, 2 o'clock Saturday for the Grand Parade downtown Pensacola. Of course, we'll be part of that. You can come out and see it and have a good old time with us as we get into Mardi Gras season full swing. And then we also have the Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, Gala going on. That's out at the Hilton Pensacola on February 24th. You can find out about sponsorship opportunities or tickets. Go to newsradio923.com for more information. Jake's got our traffic on the fives. All right. The accident that we had earlier on I-110 at Brent Lane is starting to clear up a little bit, but we are still seeing... uh, traffic stretching all the way up to uh, I-10. Um, so uh, that accident is probably cleared up by now, but it's still going to have some uh, very slow traffic uh, residual for the next uh, probably hour or so. We're also going to have slow traffic getting by West Florida High School on Burgess Road due to utility work. That'll be down to one lane as well as one lane on at Spanish Trail and Braxton Circle. Uh, utility pole work in that area. And uh, looks like 98 westbound through Tiger Point, a little bit slow this morning at the light at uh, Garson Point, Avalon. And uh, that's that's it. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90 through Pace, you're looking good. Highway 29 south through Cantonment and Inslee, you're looking good there as well. And I don't see anything on uh, Chase Street, Gregory Street, or Garden Street. Uh, if you see... Oh, um, I did have this. Uh, that's going to be between... That's East Burgess Road between Oakfield and Palafox. Very, very slow traffic in both directions. They are just now popping up on the map. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. You know, if you're um, thinking about selling your house, thinking about buying a house, or, you know, just facing a difficult circumstance, and I, I kind of hate to talk about it, but it is something that people go through, is if you're splitting up a marriage, and then you got to figure out what to do with the house. You need to sell the house. Um, that's kind of a specialized task, especially because you have sellers who aren't obviously in a lot of agreement about things. And so finding a person to represent you can be you know, challenging. Well, Christina Leverworth, I heard her talking about this recently on Pep Talk, where she said, look, a couple of years ago, somebody came to us with this circumstance. And I thought, well, I've never done that before, but let's try it and see. And she's like, well, there's a lot to this. And so they actually went through the process of getting trained and certified on how to be you know, deal with that difficult circumstance of people not in agreement and selling a house. And so she says, look, we do a fair number of these now. And so if you're going through that and you want to talk to somebody about what's the right approach, well, they know how to do this. And that's, it's not just that they market, you know, that they represent people who are going through divorce. It's that the way she thinks about her business is how can I help people? And in order to help this particular circumstance, you got to learn a lot and be trained and really get it right. And so she went through that process to be able to help such people, right? And that applies across the board. Always professional development and trying to do everything better than, than they did yesterday, basically. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenrinke Realty.
Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. Your road to adventure starts with the 2024 Subaru Outback and the 2024 Subaru Forester. Both come standard with symmetrical all-wheel drive for confidence along the way. The Subaru Outback, according to Kelly Blue Book, is one of the best family cars of 2023. And according to Auto Trader and my good friend Max here, the Subaru Forester is one of the 2023 best cars for dog lovers. For information on all the awards and accolades from Kelly Blue Book and Auto Trader on the Subaru brand, the Subaru Outback, and the Subaru Forester, visit kellybluebookkbb.com and autotrader.com. Whether you're a Forester family or an Outback family, your road to adventure starts in a Subaru from Anderson Subaru. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Auto Trader is a registered trademark and used with permission. I've been collecting watches since around 2018. Uh, made my first big purchase, thinking that was going to be my only watch. When you're looking at watches and you're doing them online or if you're in the secondary market it can be scary because there's a lot of fakes and i really do focus in on coming in to uh, an authorized dealer like berets for any of the omega or brightling purchases they will let you try it on take pictures go home think about it and just really set your mind at ease come visit us at beret jewelers you know what you want to do in retirement but do you know how to get there Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Gulf Coast businesses are set to lose over $5 million this month. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your Cybersecurity Tip of the Month. It's the beginning of tax season, and scammers know the threat of an IRS audit gets people to pay. Know that the IRS will never initiate contact through email, and any email threatening an audit is just a scam. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. 4 to 7 on News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. And we just heard confirmation that the second set of six hooks is open and that will separate, begin to separate Dragon from the space station as we see those thrusters firing. I know it's a little different way to come back from a commercial, but I wanted to have you here as it's happening. Separation is confirmed. Dragon has moved off the International Space Station. And it's all automated. Separation of Dragon Freedom from the Space Station was confirmed at 8.20 a.m. Central, 6.20 a.m. Pacific, while the International Space Station flew over the South Pacific Ocean west of Ecuador. And, of course, we're all following this partially because it's just cool. Dragon has started to push itself <laughs> away from the station, and with that, the Axiom Mission 3 crew, consisting of Michael Lopez Alegria. burn zero is complete and nominal. There we go. So they have pushed off, and they are now beginning a 47-and-a-half-hour process of re-entry into Splashdown. And as I, uh, I was telling you in the previous segment, I've been looking at the uh, FAA uh, temporary flight restrictions site, and... There's nothing listed yet for Friday morning, but they don't go that far out. Um, maybe if they do, and I just don't know where to find it. Uh, but they've only got them through today. 
So I don't know whether the plan is still to splash down in the Gulf or to splash down at Canaveral, but um, we will certainly let you know as, as soon as we know. The point is at the time, the time that's going to happen, uh, just very rough estimate, looks like it's going to be about 7.50 our time because, you know, 47 and a half hours, okay? So 7.50 our time on Friday morning, and uh, again, very layman's interpretation of everything else I know. I'm guessing you'll be able to see it and we'll hear it, even if they don't splash down over the Gulf. I'm guessing we'll be able to hear it no matter where they break break back in. Uh, so just be be aware of that coming Friday morning. Like I said, somewhere in the 7:45 to 8 o'clock window is what we're thinking. 8:22 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News, and uh, Steve Taylor is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. Steve. Oh boy, oh boy. I'm <laughs> scrolling away trying to get to my headlines right now. Oh, here we go. Nevada Republicans rejected Nikki Haley last night. She lost the Nevada Republican presidential primary, even though frontrunner Donald Trump was not on the ballot. So instead, the GOP voters chose the option of none of these candidates over Haley. Secretary of State Antony Blinken's in Israel to discuss the possible temporary ceasefire in Gaza to release the hostages. The proposal was hammered out in Paris last week in a meeting between Israel, the U.S., Egypt, and Qatar that calls for an extended pause in the war between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas. And as usual, they... A lot of people and so animals are predicting who's going to win the Super Bowl. Well, a prediction expert, one of them, calls the Loveland Living Planet Aquarium in Salt Lake City its home. It's a Komodo dragon named Raja, and it chose from two footballs made from a favorite food of Raja, dead mice. <laughs> so Raja looked at both of them, turned up his nose at the Kansas City Chiefs, and carried away the one touting the San Francisco 49ers. See, the Draper Aquarium says they have a good track record for predicting winners, but it looks like uh, the uh, Komodo Dragon there is sort of in opposition to our local prognosticator. Right, right. Yes, Kenya the Giraffe at the Gulf Breeze Zoo, who basically chose Kansas City to win. We shall see on Sunday. Yeah, I just don't know how to make sense of a world in which these two different, uh, you know, prognosticators, predictors, uh, will come to different conclusions. That's very confusing for me. Uh, Steve, thanks so much for the update. A24 here on News Radio 92.3. I want to go back for just a second to um, a Saturday Night Live that happened, not just last week, but the week before, because we got the Super Bowls coming up on Friday, obviously. And they, it was the day before the playoffs, and they were dealing with NFL stuff. And I thought, it, you know, this got bad reviews online. People didn't think they did a good job of making fun. I thought it actually was fairly funny. Tony, are you excited for today's matchup? Oh, without a doubt, Jim. We've got two generational talents at quarterback, two elite defenses. I expect this to be an all-out battle for the next three hours. And after that, it's all over. <laughs> all over? Football. After today, it's just, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still the Super Bowl. Yeah, but that's not real football. <laughs> Super Bowl is for commercials and Usher and people who never watch football asking how many points a touchdown is worth. <laughs> Today's the last real football day for just us guys. <laughs> Tony, are you, uh, you okay, bud? <laughs> nah, not really. <laughs> so they go to James Brown. Let's throw it over to James Brown and our halftime crew for a sneak peek at what's ahead. Thanks, Jim. I'm here with Phil Sims, Bill Cower, and Nate Burleson. And we were just uh, listening to what Tony said and really got us thinking. Yeah, I'm realizing that after this game ends, there's just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what? what are men supposed to do on Sundays now? 
just go to their friends' houses for no reason? <laughs> Without football, what are we going to talk about? And would there be anything on TV that's live worth listening to? Well, uh, come on now. Don't forget, we still got the Pro Bowl coming up. Yeah, that was terrible. Jim, I have been covering football for 30 years, and I have never once watched the Pro Bowl. <laughs> you know, this isn't just about us. America needs football. It's the only thing everyone still watches. Especially live. There's no other live TV that's even remotely watchable. Saturday Night Live, right? And there's one last part I want to play that I do. I did this just for you, Jake. Okay, this is just for you. Before we get to it, I want to get traffic on the five, so go ahead. Okay, this traffic report is brought to you by Frontier Motors. East Burgess Road between Powell Fox and Oakfield, slow in both directions this morning. Also, I-110 at Brent Lane. We had that accident from earlier this morning, still causing some slowdown, stretching up past Airport Boulevard. And uh, we're going to have some slow traffic getting by West Florida High School this morning on Burgess Road due to utility work. And also Spanish Trail at Braxton Circle. The road is going to be reduced to one lane there while electrical crews work on a utility pole. If you see anything out there uh, slowing us down this morning, let us know. 437-1620. Frontier Motors, the only dealer Dave Ramsey recommends in Pensacola. Frontier Motors on Beverly Parkway. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. If you need any kind of hardware of any kind or good advice on a project, Pensacola Hardware, they've been around since 1851, the oldest business in the entire state of Florida. It's in their blood. It's institutional. It's, you know, when you go to a store, sometimes you feel like, I don't want to bother asking a clerk because they I mean, I'll probably know more than they do. Um, or, you know, I get bad. But you go to Pensacola Hardware, and you will not have that problem. They will know. They will be able to help you. They will have the stuff you need. And if they don't have it, you don't need it. And that's just true because they've been doing this long enough that they definitely know. So, you know, whether you're doing a big project or a little project, repairing something or building a new home, anywhere in between, Pensacola Hardware, right downtown at 20 East Gregory Street. Now, I did want to – the reason I wanted to play those NFL clips is because I had the biggest belly laugh I've had at SNL skit at this skit. But it took a minute to get there. This is going to take a minute to play, but after doing all of the buildup on the, you know, football is over, our lives are older, we're guys, what are we going to do? Show up at our friend's house for no reason whatsoever. They then got into a song. Okay, and again, for context, this is the hosts of the NFL commentary on CBS, uh, even though it's on NBC. And here's what happens. You know, I just, I just realized something. After today, we may not have football, but we still have each other. To quote Fast and Furious 3 through 7, it's about family. And not counting my wife and three kids, you guys are the only family I got. <laughs> Trust me. I'll play some golf in Phoenix. Maybe get some gambling in. And I'll tell you all about it when there's football again. When there's football It was the auto-tune that was making yeah. me die. <laughs> I don't know. It made me laugh so hard. Making fun of all of these like modern artists in the auto-tune. And... Jake is a musician. I figured you'd appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, so. I love some good auto-tune <laughs> rap there. It's, oh, man. Like I said, I don't know. It got a lot of criticism. People didn't like it, apparently. I thought it was funny, so whatever. Oh, hey, if you live in Scotland, I'm not going to do an accent. If you live in Scotland, the price for alcohol is going to go up. 
Did you know that in Scotland they have a minimum price for alcohol as an effort of trying to discourage the Scots from drinking? This is I'm not making this this is a real thing. They um, and they do it by the like the unit of drink and it's they're going to raise it from 50 pence to 65 pence a unit about 82 cents. And the idea is like for example a bottle of whiskey has got uh what like 75 units or something like that. Average minimum price of a bottle of whiskey is $17.60. That's for your cruddy stuff. Uh, they're going to raise it to $23. So if it's a premium, it's going to be even more than that. Uh, the number of people using alcohol treatment services has fallen 40% over the last 10 years. But alcohol-related deaths have surged 25% in the last three years. Which way does it go? They, um, uh, it says research estimates that uh, retailers make about $40 million a year in excess profits from the minimum wage pricing, basically. But it, the idea is let's price people out of the market. Let's make it too expensive for them to get drunk. That's been uh, Scotland's approach. Um, it's something the World Health Organization um, said, um, yeah, it seems to work. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. More Republicans choose none of these candidates than Nikki Haley in the Nevada primary. She was the only major candidate on that ballot. Nevada election officials say it has created distrust among voters who received it in the mail because it doesn't include the name Donald Trump. Nikki Haley ran, but it doesn't count. She won't get any delegates towards the GOP nomination because the Republican State Party of Nevada doesn't recognize the primary. Fox Anita Vogel, it's Nevada caucus results tomorrow that count and Trump not not Haley, is on that ballot. A vote is planned today on whether to start debate on a Senate border bill. Border and immigration provisions tied to billions of dollars in aid to Ukraine and Israel are unlikely to advance beyond a Senate procedural vote as Republicans increasingly signal opposition to the measure negotiated for months. Fox's Jared Halpern. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831, 50 degrees right now, and sunny. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. The city of Pensacola is saying thanks, but no thanks to a last-ditch effort to save the Malcolm Young gym from being torn down. Unsuccessful in their arguments that the gym could be repaired, the James B. Washington Education and Sports Group submitted a purchase offer of nearly $529,000 last week. Yeah, I, I wrote him back and said, uh, we're not entertaining that uh, at this point. And if uh, if the decision was after the March CRA that the best thing to do uh, was to to sell the property, um, then we would probably go through a more standardized process of that. That's from Mayor D.C. Reeves. Tomorrow, the city council will vote on awarding a contract to demolish the gym. Mayor Reeves said that the cost to assess and repair the gym could be as much as $3 million. The city intends to use the property as affordable housing opportunities. The city of Gulf Breeze has a new city council member. City manager Sam Abel told Andrew McKay on the Pensacola Morning News that... Um, There were two final candidates. Uh, one is Michelle Warner. She was one of our founders of Gulf Breeze Will Do, has oh. been on uh, council boards uh, in the past. The other is Miss Brittany Simpson, and she has a lot of um, background in organizational development for healthcare facilities and um, works with Lockheed and Martin now, very involved in our community. The council then took a vote and... So our new councilwoman is Miss Brittany Simpson. 
and she'll be serving until the next general election in November. Deputies need some assistance in locating three suspects who are wanted for an attempted burglary of an Escambia County business on Sunday. The Escambia County Sheriff's Office provided photos of the three suspects who allegedly attempted to burglarize a business on the 4100 block of North W Street. The Sheriff's Office says the entrance to the business was shot in an attempt to break the lock. If you have any information, call Crime Stoppers or the Sheriff's Office. And if you're wondering when the SpaceX spacecraft will be coming home to Earth, the four-member astronaut crew undocked a few minutes ago from the space-facing uh, port of the station's Harmony module. And looks like they're beginning their 47-hour journey home and splashdown off the coast of Florida. And they're still not sure where exactly the splashdown will occur, whether it's around us or over in the Atlantic. Let's check our forecast from Channel 3. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. It is going to be a beautiful, nice, sunny day today. Temperatures near 62 degrees for your high. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 49. For Thursday, a few more clouds build in with a high near 65. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 56. Clouds will move in on Friday with a 10% chance of rain, high near 68 degrees, and temperatures Friday night near 60. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. Right now, let's checking with Jake Walker for Traffic on the Fives. All right, at I-110 and Brent Lane, we still have an accident from earlier causing some slowdown. That's going to be between Airport Boulevard and Brent Lane. Also, we're going to have some slow traffic getting by West Florida High School this morning on Burgess Road due to utility work. It will be down to one lane as well as one lane at Spanish Trail and Braxton Circle. Uh, They're going to be doing some work on a utility pole in that area. Uh, East Burgess Road between Palafox and Oakfield, very slow in both directions this morning. Not sure if there's an accident there. If anybody has eyes on that, please let me know, 437-1620. This traffic report is brought to you by Discover. Discover wants everyone to feel special with live 24-7 customer service. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks, Jake. We're warming up a bit right now. It's about 52 in Pensacola, 49 in Gulf Breeze, and 47 in Milton at 835. The next news is 9, breaking news anytime. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. And now let's check out what's happening in the financial world. This is Your Money Now on News Radio Pensacola. Dollar General is soon going to carry fresh fruits and vegetables. The new choices include salad mixes, strawberries, potatoes, and tomatoes. The items will hit about 5,000 locations around the country. The retailer services a large percent of rural and underpopulated areas. The upgrades are set to begin as early as next month. After the opening bell, it looks like the Dow Jones average is in uh, positive territory, up 127 points at 38,648. S&P 500 up 21 points at 4,975. And the NASDAQ is up 71 points at 15,680. That's your money now on News Radio Pensacola, informative, local, and dependable. Remember when washing machines were made in America, were solidly built, and actually got your clothes clean? They aren't a thing of the past. They are Speed Queen, and they are available at Top Appliance. Speed Queen washer and dryers combine durability and technology into the best washers and dryers in the world. Speed Queen will change the way you think about washing machines. They're built to last longer and deliver exceptional wash results. Unlike many other washers and dryers with plastic parts, Speed Queen uses commercial grade steel and porcelain components designed to give you at least 25 years of reliable, trouble-free operation. That's why they come with lifetime warranties, the best warranties in the business. See store for warranty details. Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to work and built to last. If you want durability, innovation, and perfectly done laundry the first time, then you want Speed Queen. 
See these great Speed Queen washers and dryers for yourself at Top's Appliance on Highway 90 in Milton, just east of Stewart Street. At Penair Credit Union, we know that road trips don't start by driving into the sunset. A day at the beach doesn't begin with packing the car. Even car shopping doesn't really start at the dealership. Your new car journey begins with an auto loan pre-approval from Penair Credit Union. Because at Penair, auto financing is easy. And when you get pre-approval before you shop, you'll be ready to hit the road when you find the perfect car. Get started at penair.org slash car loan. Whether it's new, used, or refinanced, vehicle loans from Penair Credit Union fit you perfectly. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Opportunity Lender. News Radio Pensacola has you covered no matter where you are or how you like to listen. Tune into our frequencies on 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, and AM 1620 for the latest breaking news, local updates, and in-depth analysis. Can't be near a radio? No problem. Stream us live on our website or through our convenient app. Available for download on your mobile device. Plus, with our smart device integration, you can ask your virtual assistant to play News Radio 92.3 and we'll be right there with you. It's News Radio Pensacola. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. <gasps> Idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. So I have been watching Succession. Succession, I guess. Not, succession would be to remove yourself from succeed is to you know when somebody dies. Uh, this show on HBO, and uh, I will confess, I don't love it. Uh, I know it's super popular. That's fine. It wins all these awards. That's fine. And those of you who were on the edge of your seat, I don't know. I've, I've gotten up to the part um, uh, where the big plan blew up. Okay, let's just put it that way. And I don't want to ruin anything for you. Haven't been watching it, but and I just you know I don't eh, whatever. But it has given me an idea for a topic for our frivolous discussion. The question of the day, tell me about that character that's annoying on a TV show. The character that you wish didn't even exist. <laughs> on the, on the, or at least that annoys you routinely. 437-1620, who's the most annoying TV character on a TV show that you watch? The reason I say Succession is because Cousin Greg... Cousin Greg, the the doofus, I just like, why? What, what is your role? You're irritating, you're stupid, annoying. I don't, now I've had a good conversation with a friend. I said, no, he's essential to the plot. You don't understand. I'm like, I don't care. It's terrible. I wish he weren't there. So that's what I'm talking about. The character that you, especially on a show that you like, where you wish, oh my God, at this show, if only they could get rid of this character, or you love to hate this character, whatever the, the example might be. 4371620, most annoying TV character. Uh, that you can name. Do you have one that pops to mind for you, Jake? The only thing I can think of is Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jaleel. Um, yeah, just Did Urkel, I man. Do that? Now, my wife pointed it out the other day. She made the good point. that. Do you remember on Family Matters when he, he d- created this device and he could step in there and when he came out, he was Stefan? Oh, yeah, I do remember that, right? Yeah, yeah. he basically just took his glasses off. Yeah, and it was Superman and put Clark a shirt Kid. on. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, super. And, of course, his character is the show. Right. So without him, you don't have an awful lot of a show left. Uh, right. 4 3 7 16 20, 4, 3, 7, 16, 20. Um, let's see. Uh, one of the one of the other ones that th- this is funny because I did a quick look, like to see, you know, what people would say generally. I always like to get a sense of the terrain before I do the show. 
And uh, the one that came up and surprised me a little bit was Ross on Friends. But the more I started thinking about it, the more I'm like, no, you're right. Ross is dumb and annoying. Here we go. Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. I mean, nobody wants to be Ross. No. Right? Mm-mm. I mean, maybe people don't want to be Chandler either. But, you know, Ross is just. But then again, you know. He's a crucial character to that show, so it's hard to think of the show being, you know, this show without him. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Oh, this is one that I can relate to. Somebody says, uh, "You ever watch uh, Scooby Doo? The old, you know, Mystery Machine and Velma and mm-hmm. everybody." Uh, Scrappy Doo. Mm. Oh, Scrappy Doo's annoying. No, that's. Oh, I got a second one for Scrappy Doo. Same time. That's no, that's definitely right. Scrappy Doo is the kind of character. It's the kind of character that gets added later in the show. When they think they got to spice things up a little bit, and it does not accomplish that effect at all. Uh, oh, t- okay. So I'm assuming that Office fans will get this. I don't personally, but Will Ferrell on The Office? No. I don't remember Will Ferrell being on The Office. Was he a bit character? Yeah, yeah okay. he 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 was like the yeah, that, come back occasionally that character revolving role of the the okay. office manager. Yeah, Will Ferrell, Ferrell was. Yes. Oh, okay. See, I having. Uh, also, The Office is not my favorite show. Sorry. Yeah. We can love each other all we like. I have best of friends who rave about that show, and it's just not my... I've tried. I've tried. I've force-fed myself. I tried it, and it's just its not here for me. Uh, somebody says, uh, oh, Mr. Howell on Gilligan's Island. Okay. All right. I could see that. You know, I, you know uh, I, oddly... See, here's... A, like, Gilligan is annoying, but you love him. Right, and that's maybe sometimes a character that's uh, annoying is is one that you actually fall in love with. Um, then there's the one that annoys you and you don't love. That'd be like Janice on Friends. Oh, <laughs> that's oh my god. Or or I'll give you another one, and this is again could be a character you genuinely like, but I think you can't disagree that these people hate my dad. How can they want to make a movie about him? Lisa Simpson. Is annoying. Buzzkill. She is annoying. She's the one you don't invite to the party. It's the voice. It's the attitude. It's the she's rarely the foil, not really the foil. You know, like that kind of. There's there's something about her that is um kind of unsatisfying. Uh, somebody here says uh, cousin Oliver. Oh, what is that? Uh, eight is enough. Is that what that's from? Or is oh Brady Bunch? I think it's Brady Bunch's cousin Oliver. Okay, I like yeah, that's Brady a good that, that's a good example. Uh, somebody here says uh, oh R- Roseanne. Well, from like her. You mean Becky, right? Becky, yeah. Becky's the annoying one on that show. Well, Becky is Darlene the one. was a little annoying sometimes. She's yeah. just always so like Yeah, I could see that. Brooding. Somebody here says uh Chachi. <laughs> That's a deep dig. I love a uh I love a uh, Happy Days reference. Four three seven sixteen twenty. One of the other ones that uh, kinda came up routinely that I certainly agree with is uh Cheech. Or not Cheech, uh Screech. I got Cheech in my head. Uh Screech from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Or, and yeah. this is going to hurt some people, I think, who will disagree with this, but Diane on Cheers. Hmm. Yeah. Annoying. Yeah. Anno- like, naggy, kind of, you don't really like her. You just kind of, I mean, everybody's got friends like this, right? But, you know, the kind of person you just didn't really wish was in there at all. I'm getting all these political comments like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and all this. I'm like, ah, okay, come on now. I, I mean, I get it. But uh, 437, 16, 20. Uh, one of the, oh, oh, Kim. Bauer on 24, the dumb daughter who's always messing everything up. You know, like, how could somebody so capable, right? But anyway, Kim, Kim on 24. Or um, did you ever watch Desperate Housewives? That's a show you watched much of. I'll never admit it, but yes. Susan Meyer, <laughs> the Terry Hatcher role. Oh, you didn't 
like Terry Hatcher's character all that. I thought I thought that she was good. I liked her daughter. Her daughter was great. I like Mike. Terry was always doing the wrong thing in the wrong way, seeing it the wrong way, and she mm. annoying the voice, all of it. Yeah, no, she was not one that uh, ever ever struck me in a in a very positive way. Four, three, oh, uh, great kazoo from the Flintstones. Nice. That's a deep dig. I like that one. Uh, let's see, Kim Burgess on uh, Chicago PD. Okay, all right. I don't watch the show, so I can't say Wally on Leave It to Beaver. Okay, all right, I can see that. Oh, Nelly on Little House on the Prairie. Mm. Yes. Oh, you know no. what? You know what really annoys Nelly me? Nelly Olson. Oh, the way it's a commercial. It's on TV though. Uh, the way Ava Longoria says hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic. She says it just like that every time. I don't instead get of it. instead of hyaluronic. She she says it like she's reading it for the very first time. Like it's the first time she's heard Hyaluronic that word. acid. <laughs> I'm like, why did she say it like that? Did do a take two. Uh four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Somebody says, Yeah, Ross is annoying, but he does end up with Jennifer Aniston. Okay, no fair point. True. I mean, that's fair. Um, of course, in the roles of that show, would that be a blessing or <laughs> I'm just saying. George Gins Oh, I did it. I did the I did the phrase that I never do. The just saying phrase. Uh, nobody ever means they're just saying. They always mean something more by that. George Costanza yeah. is definitely the most annoying one. Yeah. I, well, there's but he is, and he's, you know, maybe he's the lovable. I don't know, but he's the bumbling idiot. I would right? say Elaine for me. I loved George. Oh, okay, all right. I see you. Um, Wesley Crusher on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh yeah. No, it, I mean, look, it's a key character, but yeah, he's it's. Agreed, especially in the beginning. 856 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Okay, we're still seeing a little bit of slowdown on I-110 at Brent Lane. Uh, that's from an earlier accident that uh, is causing a little bit of slowdown between Brent Lane and Airport. Uh, we're going to have some slow traffic getting by West Florida High School on Burgess Road due to utility work, as well as Spanish Trail and Braxton Circle. Going to be down to one lane there while electrical crews work on a utility pole in that area. Otherwise, around town, we're looking pretty good. If you see anything out there, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Hey, if you need heating or air conditioning or electrical work done, you know, Peden, that's the place to go, right? They have fantastic people they'll do it right the first time they'll show up be professional on time all of that kind of stuff and of course they service the entire area i mean everything from panama city destin fort walton pensacola obviously baldwin county mobile county they are all over the place right now if you get a um, if you get a new air conditioning system if you purchase one you get a free tanked water heater with that ac system uh, they are also hiring technicians for air conditioning, plumbers, and electricians in all of the markets. And they are now serving Mobile County, Alabama, and Tallahassee. So all of the panhandle, basically, all the way to Tallahassee from Mobile. Peden, P-E-A-D-E-N.com. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like CMEX Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. 
Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa is here to help take the pressure off of you finding the perfect Valentine's Day gift this year. Share your love this Valentine's with a gift of renewal and relaxation at Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. Stillwater's offers a variety of spa treatments, including facials, massages, spa pedicures, and more. Valentine's Day gift certificates can be purchased online at stillwatersmetspa.com or in person at the spa located in downtown Pensacola. Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa, Pensacola's world-class luxury spa. Parents usually know if their children will argue over their inheritance, but this can be prevented. I'm Wesley Odom with Armand Advisors. No one wants to see their wealth wasted away because of poor planning. I've assisted several clients with estate planning ideas and sometimes have served as trustee or executor upon their death. Give me a call at 497-6167. Armand Advisors is charting a better course. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Good morning, 8:50 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. This is kind of interesting. Uh, president Trump, former President Trump. Of course, you heard of him. He's running for president again. Uh, not to, I mean, if you didn't know that, I don't mean to lay it on you just like that. Can you can you imagine a person who's like, wait, what now? What? <laughs> Trump's running for re-election. Yeah, I know. Um, he says in a post on True Social that um, the Bud Light ad and. It, <laughs> The Bud Light ad featuring TikTok star Dylan... It wasn't an ad. They sent they sent Dylan cans with his picture on him. Uh, anyway, it was a mistake of epic proportions, and for that, they have paid a very big price. But Anheuser-Busch is not a woke company. All I can, But I can give you plenty that are, and I'm building a list, and I might just release it for the world to see. Why not? The radical left does it viciously to run... To ruin... Does it viciously to well-run conservative companies and people? Very nasty, but it's the way they play the game. No, that's true. One thing about the left is it is does a much better job of uh, weaponizing, boycotting, activisting, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I, I mean, sort of the, the jokey, jaded response is, well, you know, if you had jobs, you wouldn't have time for all that. But um, the, no, it's true. The conservatives don't do as well with this. And I think partially it's because we're conflicted about it. We just don't have as much of that ferocious, self-righteous, totalitarian impulse. I mean, I know the liberals like to say the conservatives are the totalitarians, but, you know, y'all are the ones that are trying to shut down companies and ban people for saying things you don't like. That's the fascism, right? Even if the government's not doing it, if you're doing it as an individual, and I've, I've talked about this many times, it's so important to understand that, you know, in a capitalist world, in a free market world, the reason markets work is because markets, a free market, 
is one of the most egalitarian things there is. It's one of the most tolerant things that there is. Because the basic premise is, I want to buy a car. I don't care whether a Jew or a Christian or a Muslim makes the car. I just want the good car. And as long as you're allowed to freely compete in the marketplace and different companies can make cars and whoever wants to make cars can make cars, what I'm doing when I'm going to buy a car is I'm not buying the Muslim car or the Republican car or the, you know, the car that's in favor of alternative sexualities. Who cares? I just want the car that runs best. And there's something fundamentally tolerant about capitalism in the sense that it separates the product or service from the personality, the views, the religion, the gender, the race of the people making it. That's a good thing. And so when you have leftists are always trying to judge a company or a brand on the basis of its social positions, they're really going backwards to a much more authoritarian way of thinking about how we behave. In a weird twist, it's the conservatives who believe in markets that are the multicultural ones. Because literally what we say is, uh, go to the restaurant, eat the food. I don't care whether a liberal made it. You know, I, I don't care. And, and this is why we get in this problem. Because the other side weaponizes identity and politics, and we don't. Which puts them at an advantage. This is what, so the, the whole story of the Dylan Mulvaney thing is this was really the first time that the people who were not on board with the gender anarchy agenda, like, fought back. See, all of these companies had all been catering to the, you know, acronym crowd because they'd been the ones that, that protested. They had been the ones that boycotted. They had been ones that used the levers of power illegitimately, but used them. And so all of these companies thought, oh, well, we'll cater to that and we won't lose any money. But if we don't cater to that, if we come out, you know, Chick-fil-A style or um, who's the, uh, uh, I can't think of the home furnishings place that's, uh, you know, that's right there on Davis. That the, the company is more uh, conservative in their values. I'll think of it. Lazy Boy? No. Nah, uh, I'll think of it in a minute. But, you know, if we come out and we're in favor of traditional values, we're going to suffer. If we come out in favor of, you know, liberal values, we'll be fine because conservatives don't boycott. Well, then you had this pushback on Bud Light. And the one part I agree with President Trump about is, you know, overdramatic, over, over much. And besides, all, these, all the other alcohol companies are just as liberal. It's not like Anheuser-Busch is uniquely in this way, okay? But anyway, the point is, it's wrong to weaponize this stuff, but when only one side is doing it, you're losing the war. And so I'm, I'm, I'm sympathetic to that claim. It drives me crazy. Because whereas the, you know, the gay folks will go and try to weaponize the law against the cake baker who won't bake them the cake, the conservatives would just go to a different place. You know, but I don't think you should go to a different place. I think that if the, the gay couple, if you disagree with their lifestyle, but they make great shoes, buy the shoes. You know, if they have the best, I don't know, if they make the best movies, then buy the movies. Don't worry about who's manufacturing it. Worry about the product or service itself. That's crucial to a prospering economy. And by the way, that's the that's how you get, like, I remember there's this one story, I'm trying to remember, I think it was Marx. I think it was Karl Marx. It was his dad, and I haven't, I apologize, I haven't verified this story, but it's one I heard, and I, I believe it to be true. Like, basically, you know, his family was Jews, right? And um, so, 
the dad like faked being a Christian in order to do business sales because, you know, the Jews were oppressed. And so he pretended to be a convert to Christianity in order to get sales. And so Karl Marx learned that lesson and formed the view that religion is just a power play, right? Religion is just a matter of, you know, getting people to conform. And but you see the point. If you could just have a world in which nobody cared whether you were a Jew or a Christian or whatever, and they just bought their stuff, you wouldn't have that problem. Plus, it would allow people the freedom to choose it for the right reasons, not, you know, illegitimate reasons. 650, sorry, 857 here on News Radio 923. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. All right. Well, we're looking great around town. I 10 and I 110 are at posted speeds. Our accident earlier on I 110 at Brent Lane is clearing up, so not seeing any major slowdown there. Highway 98 east and westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. No accidents reported there. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90 uh, through Pace, I'm not seeing any slowdowns there. And Highway 29 south through Cantonment is clear as well. If you see anything out there slowing us down on our roadways, you can always let us know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker. Traffic on the fives. I love I love you guys. You're the best. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I got so many texts in here telling me it's Hobby Lobby. No, you're exactly right. Oh, you said that, furniture. I was like, what? well, I mean, home furnishings and home. Oh, decor yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I can see why you thought I, I meant the other thing. <laughs> Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Oh, okay, so the headline is that landlines are going away. That's not quite right. Apparently, what's happening is that phone companies like AT and T are petitioning for the ability to change technology and the maintenance structure around landlines. And so it's not that they're going away. It's that they're either going to change the way they do a landline with not just the like twisted pair of copper, copper kind of thing anymore, but that they might go to a different kind of technology. I, I read the article and I wasn't entirely clear on what this meant for the future of the landline, but between you and me, nobody has them. <laughs> I mean, nobody has a landline anymore. I, I haven't had a landline in um, 20 years. We were early adopters of the cell phone-only strategy. We're like, why would we pay extra for this thing? So anyway, but there is going to be a decreased emphasis, but the phone companies are saying they're not abandoning it entirely. They're just going to a slightly different configuration for it. 858 on News Radio 92.3, time for... Future News! Republicans did not manage to impeach uh, Alejandro Mayorkas yesterday, Department of Homeland Security Secretary. Uh, will they in the future bring back an impeachment charge against him? They'll try, but oh, I don't yeah. think it'll work. No, they will, and I actually I think next time around it'll probably pass. But oh. I mean, it was you know one, it was tied this time, and anyway, so I, I do think will the chaplains bill pass? Will we have voluntary school chaplains in Escambia and Santa Rosa County within a year? I hope so. Yeah, I, I think it will pass, and I do. I, I definitely hope so. EMS uh, will Chief Torcell or the Deputy Chief uh, be forced out over the complaint from the union? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But I am definitely waiting to hear more and from both sides, quite frankly, because um, if people are so unhappy, that itself is a problem. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.